you've gone out with enough guys to realize that, well, most of them are awful at dating. Canceling at the last minute, staring at their phones, not picking up the check, leaving early, trying to get laid, talking trash about their exes. It is not a pretty scene. But if we can assume, and we can, that men are legitimately doing their best to make a good first impression, then how could they be so far off? In this Love You podcast, I'm going to explain to you why most guys are horrible at the act of dating and what you can do about it. Stick around. I'm Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn eight reasons men are terrible at dating. When we're done, I'll let you know how you can apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So why would a guy be a bad date? Well, I've got a number of thoughts on this uh, for no small reason. Number one, I dated online from 25 to 35 or so. I went on 300 online dates. You go on 300 online dates, you do a little bit of listening, you get some feedback. So I could speak from personal experience about what it's like to be a bad date. And then there's this job that I have where I'm a dating coach for smart, strong, successful women. And if you are a dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and you spend three to four hours every single day for nearly 20 years listening to women complain about men, you're probably gonna have some more insights about what guys are doing wrong. And then you can try to figure out, well, what's the why? Why would a guy do this? Here's your answer. Number one, they're inexperienced. I know most of these excuses are going to sound like justifications, but they are more explanations. I'm not defending men per se, but I will observe that if a guy isn't experienced at dating, he's probably not going to be very good at dating, which is not a terrible surprise. If you're not experienced at playing piano, you probably won't be good at it. If you're not experienced at defending yourself in a court of law, you're not going to be good at it. Dating is a skill. I did a podcast, a Love You podcast on dating as a skill. It is absolutely a skill. It's something that theoretically, the more you do, you should get better at as you gather feedback about what works. That's, again, why I have this job. But if you're a guy who is a little shy, little introverted, doesn't have much confidence with women, so you're not going to have as much experience. You're a guy who's been in a relationship for a long period of time. You're a guy who's been married for a long period of time. You're definitely going to be rusty on the art of dating and what women like. It's not terribly surprising that a guy who hasn't gotten enough experience and feedback might do a whole bunch of things that you find egregious, might put his foot in his mouth a lot, might not know the protocols that women come to expect from men, especially since they're all different. There's a lot of good reasons that inexperience is going to make a guy bad at dating. Number two, insecurity. Uh, if a guy is insecure, it's going to have all of these downstream effects. How does a guy show up on a date if he's insecure? Well, he's probably going to be a little bit nervous. He's probably going to ask for your approval. Is everything okay? How am I doing? Are you having fun? Am I going to see you again? Might come out in the form of a bunch of nervous questions. Are you seeing anybody else? Will you be my girlfriend? All this stuff that stems from this place of insecurity, which is human. I'm not saying insecurity is attractive. It's not, but it's very human for people, including women, to be insecure on a date. Guys who are insecure, often bad at dating. They sometimes talk about themselves too much because they're insecure. That's pretty common. Guy yaps, yaps, yaps. Sometimes he gets a little silent, gets a little weird, and you're like, hey, is everything okay? 
all insecurity. Someone who doesn't feel comfortable in his own skin, doesn't feel comfortable with you, doesn't feel comfortable with what's at stake, which is that he's technically trying to impress you. So insecurity is a first date killer. Next, this probably combines number one and number two, but it, it is a real thing. He's clueless. I don't know if that's an, an official, officially sanctioned psychological term, I think there's just a lot of guys who are clueless about dating. I always give the example of the guy who doesn't pick up the check at the end of the date. Is he a bad guy? Probably not. Is he a cheap guy? Maybe, but maybe not. He might just be inexperienced. He might not know the importance, the extreme importance that women place on a guy who picks up the check. Sort of disproportional uh, <laughs> importance that women place on guys who pick up the check. So he might, you know, you, you, do the fake reach you threw in your credit card and he's like, okay, let's split it. And he doesn't realize that that's a huge strike against him. That's what I mean about clueless. It, it is, or the guy who you're having a conversation and he kind of goes down a rabbit hole and starts talking about how his ex really messed him up and not an attractive run to go on if you're a guy, but it's, you're on a date, you're being human, you're being listened to, and now he's just being honest and authentic, and he takes the conversation in a direction that's not necessarily attractive. I call that clueless. We could say it's a mark of a bad person, but I think it's usually a mark of someone who doesn't know any better that everything he does can and will be used against him. Number four, he's self-interested. Right. And I'm distinguishing the word selfish from self-interested. Self-interested is a completely universal quality. We are all self-interested. How does this affect me? Everything, how does this affect me? That's all that life is for the most part is, how does this affect me? So if a guy goes into a date and he's self-interested, well, what does that look like? Well, the guy who's insecure, his self-interest is, oh boy, I hope I can impress her enough to get a second date so that he spends two hours talking about himself and how great he is. Didn't work, but that's a form of self-interest. I'm going to try to impress her enough to get a, a second date. There's a guy at the other end of the spectrum who's really confident he's gonna get a second date and he's just trying to figure out if he's gonna get laid. That's another form of self-interest. I'm gonna take her out to dinner Let's see if I'm gonna get a return on my investment. How far am I gonna to get tonight? I'm not saying it's good, I'm not saying it's bad, I'm saying it's pretty common. So when people put their self-interest ahead of your self-interest, they tend to not be very good dates. A guy who's good at dating puts aside his self-interests, compartmentalizes it and says, hey, how am I gonna give her a great evening? That's advanced level dating. Put aside your self-interest, focus on someone else's self-interest. We do that. In, week eight of love you on first date. So if you could put aside your self-interest, you are a rare person because men do it, women do it, but it's really obvious because the guys are usually the ones who are planning the date and putting on a show and you could kind of tell if he's being a little selfish or a little self-interested or having you drive 45 minutes to him on the first date. Not a good dating move, but pretty common for people to try to say, how is this gonna work better for me? Number five, why would a guy be a terrible first date? Well, number five is that he's not attracted to you. And that's unfortunate. It happens. We've all been on dates where the second you walk in the door, you see the person from the dating site, you're like, whew, this is gonna be a long night. So people who are more experienced, developed, make the best of that sort of situation. 
God knows I have. Um, I would never want to be, betray a hint of those emotions that I'm disappointed with the disconnect between the photo and the person in real life. And I always really strove to to make everybody feel really comfortable on a first date. We can't say I was always successful, but that was certainly what I was going for. A lot of guys are like, oh, this, this chick put up a picture from 10 years ago, 30 pounds ago, she misrepresented herself. And then he really starts to act like a jerk on the date. He becomes uh, brusque and disrespectful and he's already sort of checked out and he's looking at his watch and his phone and he's, he's just not all there. Um, because he's already made up his mind the second he sat down at the table. So when someone's not attracted, it's sometimes, and, and this again, almost all of this works as well for women, but once you're checked out, you tend not to be a very good date. And so that's an explanation, not a good explanation, but an explanation as to why men are not always good dates. Uh, number six, they're not emotionally developed. Right? I mentioned that in passing a second ago. But it takes a certain kind of guy to be bigger than his short-term emotional needs. Is she hot? Am I going to get some action tonight? To realize, hey, there's a human being. You're, you're, you're dealing with someone who is also insecure, who is hopeful, who has something at stake, who's putting your heart in her hands. How can you be a bigger, better person? And if you don't see dating like that, dating, and it does for most people, becomes almost an antagonistic thing. If you're a woman, men are the, the antagonists and they're always doing things wrong. And if you're a man, I give dating advice to women, but if you're a man, who are the people who are doing you wrong all the time? Well, it's women. So dating becomes this almost antagonistic practice. Are you gonna be the one person who doesn't disappoint me? Prove it to me in the next 90 minutes. And that dynamic doesn't really get anybody anywhere, but people come by it honestly. They've been disappointed by members of the opposite sex uh, frequently over and over and over again, certainly myself included. So if a guy's not emotionally developed, he's gonna carry out some of his anger, his disappointment, his disillusionment, his frustration, his confusion with him on the date. And you might find yourself um, paying for the sins of other women. He might view you as a gold digger. He might view you as the latest incarnation of his evil ex-girlfriend all really bad dating stuff that people carry into dates, unfortunately. Number seven, he's not emotionally available. All right, that's different than not being emotionally developed. There are perfectly great guys who are not emotionally available. This guy who was married for 12 years and has two kids and has a big heart and went through a really painful divorce and you're just the first person he's gone out with since his divorce. That guy wants to find love. That guy has a big hole in his life where there used to be a good woman. And at the same time, he's not ready for the relationship you're probably looking for right now. Same with the separated guy. Lots of guys who put themselves out into the world not to do destruction upon women, just because they're sad and confused and lonely and they want some connection or they want some sex or they want some companionship and they're not really in the place to be good husbands, fathers, um, or even great first dates. And so sometimes that shows up on the first date where a guy is just checked out. His head is with his alimony. His head is with the angry text he got from his ex-wife. His head is in his um, crumbling work situation. If a guy's not available, it doesn't mean he's a bad guy, but it does mean he's probably not gonna be a great date and probably shouldn't be your boyfriend. And finally, number eight, 
It's just a dick. There are guys out there, and it needs to be said, who are just out and out dicks. I could always try to find some shading of, you know, here's why he's this way, here's why he's distracted, here's why he's underdeveloped, here's why he's not in a good place, here's why he's clueless. But the fact is, there's a percentage of guys who are just out and out dicks. And the problem is you can't always tell who they are from a Bumble profile, from a cute photo, from a couple texts. If you don't do any screening prior to the date, you're going to run into more and more men who are just dicks. And those dicks are gonna have a disproportional effect on how you view dating relationships in men because they're getting through a process where there's no screening. So, so much of what we do in Love You is allowing women to screen men for effort and quality before going on a first date. I know it's a lost art, right? So you don't get dispirited by the number of dicks because you could put up with the guys who are a little clueless and the guys who are a little selfish and the guys who are not that attracted to you. And it, it happens. But to deal with a real jerk, that is the thing that makes you say, man, I hate dating. So if you take one, one thing away from this, apart from a pretty broad, decent explanation as to why guys are really bad at dating, let it be this. Learn to deal with all the other bad stuff and try to avoid dicks as much as possible. That's my words of wisdom to you. That's 20 years in the business. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.